you are okay today, and I hope this, your spirit so and body taking care of them. I hope you are taking care of the body and the tent in which we are living. Amen. Sorry, we could not meet yesterday. We had uh, uh, all the uh, the previous the previous day we had a lot of rain. Then in the night, I mean in the evening, then there was a thunderstorm, and that knocked out the morning, so we could not uh, uh, meet. Okay, but by the grace of God, we are here today. And we are always here by the grace of God every Wednesday from 7 to 8 a.m. this time, standard time. Hallelujah. If you want to join with, with us today, please call this number 1646668 Again, 1646682413. And join us online at KEIFM. Hallelujah. And I just want to remind ourselves that today is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. No matter what is going on, no matter the situation, no matter the condition, the Lord says, let us rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Be careful. The devil is not in charge. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Like I said, this is part two. And I pray that we'll be able to uh, finish up today. I hope we'll be able to finish up today. Now, our proof test has been uh, uh, Matthew um, <clears throat> Matthew chapter 12 from verse 31. To 32 back 3 from 28 to 29. Okay, so um, let me quickly read the um, the um, proof test. Said Matthew 12 from verse 31 to 32. Say, Wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy. I mean, wherefore I say unto you, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiving men for the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven unto men. And whosoever speaketh the word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever speaketh against the Holy Ghost, but against the Holy Ghost, it shall not be forgiven, forgiven him, neither in this world, neither in the world to come. Hallelujah. <coughs> that was the first dealing with and we talked about a couple of other things um, last week. Now, one of the uh, things we need to also talk about is um, what we have also discovered in the uh, in the New Testament. Now, let's take for example uh, Paul when he appeared before King Agrippa. That is in a <coughs> that is in a um, Acts chapter 26 okay Acts chapter 26 let's go to Acts chapter 26 and let's read uh, briefly okay Acts chapter 26 from verse 1 to 
because he himself also blasphemed. Okay, so then uh, let's read from uh, uh, let's read from verse one. Then we go to uh, maybe ten. Then, then Agrippa said unto unto Paul, Thou art permitted to speak. I'm reading from King James version. Uh, then um, verse one. Then Agrippa said unto Paul, Thou art permitted to speak for thyself. Then Paul stretched forth the hand and answered for himself. I think verse two. I think myself happy, King Agrippa, because I shall answer for myself this day before thee, touching all the things whereof I am accused of the Jews. That is accused by the Jews. Now, let's go to uh, read it when you have your spare time. Um, verse 10. Which thing are also did in what in Jerusalem? And many of the same did I shut up in prison, having received authority from the chief priests. And when they were put to bed, I gave my voice against them, and I punished them oft in every synagogue and compared them to blaspheme. And being exceedingly mad against them, I persecuted, I persecuted them even unto a strange city. You see? So, um, whereupon as I went to Damascus with authority and commission from the chief priest, at midday, O king, I saw in the light, I mean in the way, a light from heaven about the brightness of the sun shining round about me and then which joining with me. And when we were all falling to the earth, I heard a voice speaking unto me and said, and saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecuted thou me? It is hard to keep against the pricks. Okay? See how he narrated his uh, um, um, blasphemy, how he blasphemed, and he persecuted the Lord, and he was... Uh, um, Converted on the road to conversion, see, so he received Christ, and um, so we see here uh, a, a state of unbelief. So he did not believe, and he persecuted the the the, the uh, a Christ, and he made others as well to be involved in that kind of act. Now. Let's now go to um, um, yeah. so then let's go to Hebrew and Hebrew Hebrew chapter um, three. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to read from uh, Hebrew chapter number 3, from verse 12. Okay? I'm going to read from this, um, I mean, from New King James Version. Now, I read. Verse 12 says, Beware, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily why it is called today. Let any of you be hiding through the deceitfulness of sin. 
For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence, of our confidence perfect to the end. Why it is said, what today, if you will hear his word, you know, hiding your heart as in the rebellion. For who, having had rebel, indeed, was it not all who came out of Egypt, led by Moses? Now with whom was he angry for years? Was he not with those whose sins, corpses, fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, his rest, but to those who did not obey? So we see that they could not enter in because of what? Unbelief. So unbelief is a state of heart. It's what? It's a state of heart. It's a state of our hardened heart. Because unbelief, unbelief, unbelief is in the heart. Now we we notice that after he spoke in verse thirty one and thirty thirty from in Matthew chapter twelve, from verse thirty one to thirty two, you realize he began to talk about speaking and talked about. Uh, uh, when we speak, we are speaking from where? From our heart. And uh, when we speak, we speak from the resources that we have. If we have good resources, so we we always take from that good resources, and that is what we speak, and that is what people hear. Now, if we have evil resources, and that is what we take from, and that people hear evil resources, right? It it means that out of a, a good treasure, you bring out good speaking, and out of a, a a good a bad treasure, you bring out bad speaking. So that a, a good tree will always bring bring forth a, a good fruit, and a, a a corrupt fruit or a bad. I mean, a corrupt, a corrupt uh, tree will always bring forth a corrupt fruit. So, and which means that when out of the abundance of the heart we speak, because whoever speaks, speak from where the heart. So it is the heart that that we are speaking from. Because a good man out of the good treasure of the house will always bring forth good, and an evil man out of the evil treasure will always bring forth evil speaking, and on and on. So we cannot make a good, we cannot get a a a, a good fruit from a bad tree, or we get evil uh, fruit from a good a good tree. So it will always be. A good tree brings forth the good uh, fruit. So we talked about that and the condition of the heart. And they could not believe that he was performing the miracle because uh, they did not uh, believe it in their heart that he was healing the the the, the guy who was sick of uh, driving away the demon with the spirit of God. 
they don't believe that, that he was using the Spirit of God to do that. They, they thought that he was using Bezebel to uh, uh, heal, to deliver, and to bless. So there was that kind of unbelief in their heart, which they, which they voiced out and they spoke that he was using Satan to heal. And he began to uh, began to talk to them and to let them know that uh, if you being evil, if if I use uh, visible, what what do you use to do your own? So which means kingdoms divided against kingdom, they will never they will never uh, survive. Okay, so we see here that. It's a condition of the heart. So unbelief. It's a condition of what? The heart. So what what then do we say? It means that uh, we must first understand the situation where we are now. So the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit today is when we have an evil heart of unbelief. We have an evil heart of unbelief. When we have that evil heart of unbelief, we can actually see it coming out from our mouths. So those who we continuously be involved in rejecting the Spirit of God, we always portray Christ as Savior. And we reject him and we don't believe in him, so we don't portray him as Savior, and that's why the Holy Spirit. And if this condition or state continues, there will never be any forgiveness for this kind of people. So today, as in Christ's time, the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is a continuous state of being rather down. One particular thing is the state of unbelief, a hardening, a hardening heart of unbelief. And we saw it here in 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 the in, in Hebrew. Okay. Hallelujah. So unbelief is a grave sin because it leads us away from God. It leads us away from what? From God. It is a stubborn refusal to trust in the truthfulness of his word. It's a stubborn refusal to trust in the in the truthfulness of his word. May he not be counted among us in the name of Jesus. May he not be counted among us in the name of Jesus. Now you see here in verse 12, in Hebrew chapter 3, from verse 12, he's talking to believers. He said, brethren, he said, beware, brethren. That is, we need, we need to uh, understand this. So the recipient of this letter were probably believers when we see brethren, uh, brothers, right? brothers in Christ, right? They were in danger of departing from God, from Him, and forsaking the assembly of believers. 
can you imagine that? They were in danger of departing from God and forsaking the assembly of believers. So he, the, the, the writer of this letter was now advising them not to do so, but to remain in the assembly, urging each other on in the faith, to continue in the faith and in love and in good works. He said, today, if you hear his voice, do not hide in your heart as in the rebellion. And that is why to um, turn to uh, Hebrews chapter 10, uh, 26, okay? 10, 26. He <clears throat> said, Hebrews chapter 10, 26. And let me read from verse 24. Hebrews 10, 24. He said, let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. That is, consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. You see, when we fellowship together, when we are together in unity, in love, you see, we kind of stir up love, right, and good works. Not forsaking the assembly of ourselves together as in the manner of some, but exalting one another so much the more as you see the day approaching. Meaning, when we see one another, we should see one another in love. We should see one another in good works, helping one another, reaching, reaching out to one another. So it's so important because sometimes we can be very cold. You know, it seems many of them at that time they stop going to church, stop fellowshipping, they stop meeting one another. You see, when we meet one another, we are able to uh, talk to one another, to be able to encourage one another. And that is so significant in the body of Christ. You know, just talking about uh, things, half of the situation, half of the body is removed. And maybe you will get uh, uh, an idea from somebody, oh, maybe you try this, maybe you do this, maybe, oh, let's pray, brother, sister. See, they have a, 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 a tremendous way in reaching out uh, in uh in uh, uh, exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. That is saying that we will need to do more because uh, the day is what? Approaching. Now, verse 26, what I'm here for. He said, for if we sin woefully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sin. Verse 27, but a certain fearful expectation of judgment, a fiery indignation, which will devour the adversaries. Okay? Adversaries are the enemies who turn out to be enemies. <clears throat> so the reference here is uh, not uh, when we say sin warfare, uh, it's not to the occasional act of sin, 
which can be confessed and forgiven because he is has given us the blood and he has drink of our sins today and uh, yesterday today and tomorrow so but to a conscious rejection of God so when we consciously reject God we uh, do not have the sacrifice for sin anymore so if we just say uh, we don't want Jesus anymore then we are done you know the Old Testament speaks uh, in Numbers chapter 15 verse 30 to 31 you can read that uh, in spare time of committing willful sin see a person who sinned presumptuously was to be cut off from the people so to sin deliberately after receiving the knowledge of the truth is apostasy so if a Christian rejects God's provision for his or her salvation so there's no other remedy for sin so if we reject God's provision for our salvation there's no other remedy for sin since forgiveness of sin can only be found in Christ's perfect sacrifice so there's no other way to God is the only way the truth and the life so if we reject him there's no uh, forgiveness of sin in any other <laughs> so yeah I hope that stands that up so we need to uh, realize that so in, 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 in Hebrew chapter 4 again I mean Hebrew chapter 3 again from verse 16 I want to read. It says, "For who, having had rebel, indeed, was it not? It's, it's kind of not. Let's reason. Let's let's understand this. You see. You see, was it not? You see, kind of remembrance. You see, was it not all who came out of Egypt, led by Moses? Of course, many of them died in the wilderness." Because of complaining, murmuring, uh, uh, blasphemy, rejecting the Spirit of God, not uh, uh, affirming the right hand of God that was bringing them from Egypt. See, they were led by pillar of fire by night, pillar of cloud by day. And this was a visible manifestation. And yet, our forefathers, which is not very different from us today, continue to reject and have an unbelief in the heart to the extent that when the Spirit of God performs miracles in the persons of Jesus, we say it's visible. Uh, now verse 17 says, Now with whom was he angry 40 years? Was he not with those who sinned, whose cause fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not obey? So, I mean, they would not enter his rest, but to those who did not obey. So we see that they could not enter in because of what? Unbelief. See, 
unbelief. Oh, Jesus, we cancel unbelief in our hearts. Help my unbelief. Help me to believe. Help my brothers, my sisters to believe. Help, help, oh God. Help me have that belief with faith in the name of Jesus. I cancel that spirit of a hardened heart. Let me not harden my heart to God in the name of Jesus. Let us not harden our heart against the Spirit of God in the name of Jesus. Open my heart to God. Open my heart. Heart open, open, open in the name of Jesus. Do you not be hardened? Do you not be hardened? Do you not be hardened in the name of Jesus? Open, open in the name of Jesus. Father, we bless you, God. In the name of Jesus, open my heart to God. In the name of Jesus, soften, soften, soften this heart. If you are listening right now, I want you to pray. Ask God to soften your heart. A hardened heart leads to an unbelief. An unbelief has no place in the Spirit of God. See the story of many of them, our forefathers, who did not obey, they had an evil heart of unbelief. Many of them did not reach the promised land. We cancel that spirit of a hardened heart. And we are not able to sense the spirit of God. We are not able to come to him. We are not able to believe in the name of Jesus. We cancel every spirit, every spirit of a hardened heart, a spirit that speaks against the, the power of God, the spirit that speaks against the Holy Ghost, the spirit that fails to recognize the power of the Holy Ghost, the spirit that fails to understand that he is almighty, the spirit that fails to honor him, to bless him, to appreciate him, the spirit that fails to know that he is the one that makes us be alive, is the one giving us all things, is the one giving us life, the spirit that fails to understand that we are here by the power of the Holy Ghost. We are alive by his presence. He is the breath, the breath that we breathe in the name of Jesus. We cancel every spirit of darkness. You evil, you spirit will cancel you. Leave our heart right now in the name of Jesus. Leave the heart of people that are listening right now in the name of Jesus, making them to go into all evil ways, in, in committing all acts of sins. They all came, all came from the heart. It's, it's a state of the heart. And we start doing things which the Lord said don't do. It's all from the heart. We cancel it in the name of Jesus. Let the heart be a fertile land for the Spirit of God to come in and dwell in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we see that blasphemy is a hardened heart of unbelief. When we don't believe, when we don't believe that he is God, when we don't appreciate him, when we don't recognize he is uh, God, you see, it is a stubborn refusal to trust in the truthfulness of his word. Unbelief is a grave sin because it leads us away from God. So I want us to have that in our mind. Let it sink in our hearts, in our mind. 
in the name of Jesus. You know, Jesus Christ was just saying, just believe. Just believe. Because he realized that uh, uh, many of us are here, one, one leg here, one leg here. Don't really know where we are. We don't really know who we are serving. We don't really believe. If we really believe, it will be a different situation, a different life. Hallelujah. So let's see where we are now. Okay. So so when we continue, when we continue, when today we blaspheme the Holy Spirit by rejecting the ministry of the Holy Spirit that speak of Christ. You see. So when we when we reject the ministry of the Holy Spirit that speak of Christ, we are done. See the the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is the state of unbelief in Christ as Savior. So so the only way to avoid the blasphemy of the Holy Spirit is to turn to Christ for forgiveness. So when we turn to Christ for forgiveness, right then we are. Save. Remember when we come to him, we ask for his mercy. We ask to come into our life. We ask that we want to make a turnaround. We apologize for all that we have done. We apologize for turning away from him, not doing what he says. We apologize that we are sinners. We have all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We come to him and he receives us and he forgives us. The blood is 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 taken. He died in our place, right? And we become his child. We are now part of the children of God. So all by the what? The power of the Holy Spirit. Can't do it by yourself. So you can see the power of the Holy Spirit is awesome. So he has to bring us to him. So we cannot blaspheme the Holy Spirit. So we have to receive Christ, and he does the job for us. Hallelujah. So let's see First uh, Timothy chapter 3. Okay. First Timothy chapter 3. Hallelujah. Timothy chapter 3. So I hope you are there. Let's go to chapter 3 from verse 15. Okay, let me read from, uh, from verse 14. Now he said, These things are right to you, though I hope to come to you shortly, but if I am delayed, I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourselves in the house of God, which is the church to the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. And without controversy, great is the mystery of what? Godliness. See, God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen by angels, and preached among the Gentiles. And believe in believe all in the law in the in the world and receive all in glory. Hallelujah. Okay. So let's see um 
You see, Acts chapter 2. I want you to see what happened in the book of Acts chapter 2. Remember, we just talked about believing, okay? And unbelief. I'm talking about what has failed okay? So, let's see from Acts chapter 2, when Peter was preaching, okay? Chapter 2 from verse 37. Let's do from 36. Therefore, let all the, um, you know, from 29, you will see, uh, say, men, men and brethren, let me speak freely to you of the Tetrarch David, that he is both dead and buried, and his tomb is with us today. And he began to preach. Okay? So let's see uh, verse 31. He, foreseeing this, spoke concerning the resurrection of the Christ, that his soul was not left in his, not in his place, the corruption. Verse 32. This Jesus God has raised up, of whom we are all witnesses. Okay, now let's go to 36. Therefore, let, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. Verse 37. Now, when they heard this, they were caught to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Then Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be back in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call. Isn't that amazing? See? So the heart, see, when they began to speak, the, the 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 scriptures say here that they were what caught in the heart. Some other translations say prickled or pricked in their heart and said unto Peter. And that is the King James Version said pricked in in in, in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? You see? So there was a sense in their heart that, no, let us uh, come to him. Okay? So they were what caught in their heart. You see? In the same way, we can be hiding in, their, in our heart and not to receive him. You see? So they, they, um, they, they, they cry out and say, no, we want to receive how can we um, um, now when they heard this they were caught to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles men and brethren what shall we do that should be our cry what shall we do what shall we do not to hide in our heart if we hide in our heart we are what blasphemy not hardening our heart. Hallelujah. Then Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. So our job is to repent. 
the Lord is so good. He has given us a provision today. He has laid everything down. Everything is already done. All we need to do is just to come to him and repent and turn away and follow uh, on the right path. He said, repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promise is to you, to your children, to all who are afar off. His name as the Lord, our God, we call. In that day, many were saved. The scriptures say here about 3,000 souls were added to them that day. Hallelujah. We thank God for what he has done. We thank God that what we need to do is to turn away, do it again. You see, we need to turn away from our acts. We need to turn away from what we'll be doing. And we need to repent. That is to begin to reconsider what we've been doing. Begin to think differently. Renew our mind. Begin to do what God will want to do. God, God will want to do certain things differently. Okay? Hallelujah. God wants us to love. God wants us to be happy. God wants us to be be out there for one another. God wants us to love our neighbors and so on and so forth. God does not want us to to pay back. So he will pay back. God wants us to forgive. Hallelujah. And so on and so forth. Hallelujah. Now let's Say one of the other things. Hallelujah. You know, last week I spoke briefly about the uh, the uh, this work of the Holy Spirit, right? The work of the Holy Spirit, and uh, one of the things that uh, I didn't talk about is uh, in uh, Ephesians chapter one. Okay. Let me talk about it, then we'll close. <clears throat> Excuse me. Ephesians chapter 1, okay? And this is so good that we know. And when we know this, it will help us very well. It will, it will really go a long way to help us. So that we'll be very careful, okay? It's not that it's going to strike us, but, uh, you know, when somebody... Does things for you. You want to appreciate. You want to love, right? Hmm. So I'm looking for it. My Ephesians chapter one is hiding somewhere. <laughs> it's hiding somewhere. Okay. Okay, I find it. Okay, I want to read from the looking this version. Uh, okay. I want to read from verse uh, thirteen. Okay. Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 13. It said, In him you also trusted, after you what? Heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed 
with the Holy Spirit upon him. Awesome, awesome. Verse 14 says, Who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of your glory? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <clears throat> we were what seal that is a stamp of approval, like a, a, a signet or a mark for security or for preservation. Uh, the the uh, like uh, somebody said, a, a seal. You know, to see something, you seal it. It's it's it's, it's close, right? Uh, something like that. But the one we are saying is a, a stamp of of approval, right? So when we are born again, the Lord put a seal or mark of ownership in us. So we have a mark of ownership in us, and that is the person of what? Of the Holy Spirit. And and that becomes what? A down payment or what they call an earnest money. So the guarantee of our of our inheritance is the Holy Spirit Himself. So it, it, uh, the 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 Greek word for guarantee can also mean like uh, uh, you know before we wed or before we wedded we all we always engage. So we, we give an engagement ring for somebody saying maybe next month. Uh, maybe next year, set a day, we are going to work with. So the Holy Spirit, kind of an engagement ring that has been there, earnest money, a down payment for what? The full marriage. Because Christ is our bridegroom, and we, the church, is the bride. So the Holy Spirit is the down payment of the earnest money in the long awaited marriage that is going to come between him and us. So why would somebody mess up that opportunity? Why would somebody be uh, blaspheming, speaking evil, not receiving, not believing in whether or oh, I don't know, let me think about it. There's no way, there's no time to think about it. Remember the Hebrew said today. <laughs> let's know. Let's read it again. Let's read it. It's so amazing. It said Hebrew chapter three. See? Hebrew chapter three. See? Let's read from twelve again. It said beware, brethren. Lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God, exhort one another daily, or it is called today, lest any of you be hiding through the deceitfulness of sin. For, you see, there's the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end. If many of us are going to fall away 
on the on the wayside. Many of us are going to reject. Are going to you know remember I just talked about this NS money and uh, all that down payment. Many of us are going to throw away the ring. See, he said today. He said verse fifteen said why it is said today if you will hear his voice, do you not harden your heart as in the rebellion today? If you will hear his voice, do you not harden your heart as in the rebellion? What the rebellion is he talking about? He explaining the whole. He said, for who? That is, he's now saying, because. Uh-huh. Therefore, as a result of, now the reason why I'm saying this, that is what he's saying. When he made that phrase, now he began to explain why he's talking about the hardening, the heart as in the rebellion. See? So, so nice. God is so, so good. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Amen. Father, we receive you today. I receive you today in the name of Jesus. I receive you, O God, by the power of the Holy Ghost. We receive you, O God, in my family. We receive you, O God, in my children. We receive you in my, in my household. We all receive you in the name of Jesus. We want to honor you today. We bless you today. And I repent for everything I have done. Uh, I haven't, I haven't believed you enough. I have to confess I haven't believed you enough. I haven't trusted you enough, and I repent for all those. But, but I want to uh, ask for forgiveness, and I thank you, God, for forgiving me for the blood you shed on the cross, for forgiving me, forgiving me, for not trusting in you enough, for not believing you enough. And I thank you for your blood. Thank you for your Holy Spirit. I thank you for touching my heart again. Once again, to come to you in the name of Jesus. Father, help me, O God, and that that is listening, for we to be having a continuous state of a soft heart, a heart that is open to your word, a heart that is open to what you are, a heart that is open to uh, people, Lost people uh, that is out there for who you are as the Holy Spirit. Touch my heart to God. Live big in the name of Jesus. We bless you, O God, Holy Spirit. We worship you in the name of Jesus. We glorify your name. There's none like you in the name of Jesus. Now, let's go to... uh, uh, the book of John. Remember last week I talked briefly. Okay, now we now know the feeling of the of the Holy Spirit. Now we also know that the Holy Spirit is a helper. So let us continue to call upon Him to help us in our situation. He's a helper, so He will help us in our daily activities. He will help us in our planning. Okay. We need to call upon him when we are planning. It's very important. Hallelujah. See, John 15, 26 says, it says, But when the helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me, and you also will bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? 
So you have no choice. So we have to testify of him. We have to go out there. We have to speak good, not evil. But we have received him now. We are his outstretched hands. We are here to perform what perform. We are not just here eating uh, food every day, go to work, back for work. Mm-mm. We are here to what be his outstretched hands. Hallelujah. Now, if you go to uh, the next chapter, that is chapter 16, okay, of that book of John, um, verse 12, okay? You know, I, I talked about from 5 to 11 last week. Now, let's see what we can say about verse 12, okay? 12 to 15. Excuse me. He said, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. There are stages that we have that we are not able to comprehend. We will not be able to receive it. It's it's different levels. He said, you cannot bear them now, verse 13. However, however, when when he, the spirit of truth, has come, will guide you into all truth. He will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and display it to you. Again, let me read that again. He will glorify me. How will he glorify Jesus? He will take of what is mine and declare it to what? To you. That's awesome. So the Holy Spirit will glorify Jesus. How? He will take of what is his and will declare it to, to us. Wow. Verse 15 says, And all things that the Spirit has are mine. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I say that he will take of mine and declare it to you. Therefore, I say that he will take of mine, take of mine and declare it to you. So we have an abundant, an abundant, an abundant, an abundant, endless abundance of blessing. Can you imagine the Holy Spirit will take of what is Jesus and declare it to us? He said, he mentioned it again. Therefore, I said, as if you don't know, he said, all things that the Father has are mine. All things that the Father has are mine. And then he said, therefore, I said that he will take of mine, which means the Holy Spirit will take of what is of, of what is of the Father, which has become of Christ and declare it to who? To us. Can you imagine how blessed we are? So blessed beyond measure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit will take 
what belongs to him and he will he will give it to us. So we thank God for what he, the Lord has made. All we just need to do is receive him and trust in him and believe him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We bless you, O God. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you. We worship you. We bless you. We give you all the glory. Now let's ask the Holy Spirit now to reveal Jesus to us. Let's pray that God, let's pray that the Holy Spirit will reveal Jesus to us. Let's ask the Holy Spirit to reveal Jesus to you. Let's pray that the Holy Spirit reveal Jesus to me. Ask the Holy Spirit to help clean all the wrongs, all the actions, all the thoughts, all the deeds, all knowingly and unknowingly. You see? Paul, uh, he he said most of the things he did, he did it unknowingly, uh, and the Lord forgave him. So we can also ask for God to forgive us. Open your heart. Let's open our heart now. Let's open our heart. Let my heart be a contact point for the Spirit of God. Let the Holy Spirit help us today to bring the character of Holy Spirit into my life and ask God to help us serve him with all our time, with all our money, with all our labor of love, with all our friendship, with all the works that we do in the name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you. Reveal Jesus to us. Reveal him to us. We thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for your blood. We thank you, O oh God, for that is listening right now. Save him right now in the name of Jesus. Receive him right now in the name of Jesus. Receive Jesus right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we receive you, O oh God, by the power of the Holy Ghost. We bless you. We worship you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We worship you. We bless you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> <clears throat> 